Look. Don't mention movie from last season. Yes. <laughs> it's a movie called Border. Border. Yes. Shouts to Rose because these are all her these picks. Her, this her this her genre. This is right up her alley. So y'all yeah, ready? Well, y'all ready to get started? Was Rose's pick, correct? Yeah, yes, yeah. it was. Correct. Pick. How you doing, Mr. Smith? I came on a little late, but thank oh, you for wow. coming tonight. Absolutely. Just call me Harrison. It's fine. And and I, I'm just I'm just thrilled to be here. I okay. I really mean that. It, it was so much fun. I mean, I laughed so goddamn hard watching you. <laughs> and uh, it was just the best. Like I said, you could have hated it. And I at first right. I didn't know where you were going with it. And I thought, wow, they're they're probably gonna rip this apart, but I can't look away. I, I just love it. <laughs> you guys ready? Ready. All right. Let's do it. Get this live going. Come on, Paul. Come on, Paul. And we are live. Two and a half podcast. I'm your boy, Midgey, with a special, special guest. But first, let me get my co-host in here. Who do we have? Those stacks in the Girl. building. And it's your girl, Rosé. Special Rosé. Special Rosé. <laughs> special Rosé. And we are here okay. with a very special guest. <clears throat> director. Of our favorite movie as of right now, the special. Let's Mr. go, Harrison Smith. How are you, sir? Thank you. <laughs> um, hey, I, I do have a complaint right away, though, to start off, and that is, um, according to Donald Trump, you make people like me get to the back of the line for the vaccine, and I'm really upset about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I said before to somebody, I said, I don't know, it was. It was a whole bunch of us crackers way ahead of everyone when I was standing there. Maybe Donald has something going on. I, I don't know what he's saying. Yeah, but me uh, and all the white people to the back of the line. Thank you. <laughs> but we, <laughs> what we have, we it's one of the movies that has commanded its own segment of our podcast. Yes, like, that's the only thing we reviewed. Usually, we do a movie, maybe a series. We do. Um, Hot things, but this shit required some of our attention. It required all <laughs> of our attention. It does. It required a full review, a summary, and everything. And everybody I've been talking to, I've just been telling everybody about it because this it, one of them PTSD movies, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like the shit randomly pops in your head after mm-hmm. watching it, like. You Whoa. walk past a random box and it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might get turned on looking at a birdhouse sometimes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey. Hey, Harrison. Harrison, I don't know if you saw, but last week my boy went to go do something, dough stacks. And when he came back, I heard him say, you know, you ain't got a box in the bathroom or something with his roommate because he smelled, he had like some candles lit up and shit. Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're here with the, we're here with a second special guest, Mr. Paul Cotman, director, I mean, uh, detective in the, uh, the movie. How are you, sir? <laughs> thank, thank both of y'all for coming on, man. Thank Appreciate you, this. Thank you. Thank you. Can I ask y'all a question? What was y'all first read the script? Right. We got questions. Which part was the what the fuck moment? <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I'll let I'll let Paul answer if he wants to answer first because you know he came into a room full of guys and we're asking him to to act in a movie about a guy who bangs a box. So I think Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, Harrison, could you give us your answer until he gets right? <laughs> sure. Paul, you figure out the technical glitch. I'll, I'll run defense. Can you hear me? 
So we hear you a little bit now. Have them have them restart, refresh. Okay. Well, I, I got the script from uh, uh, Mark Steensland. Uh, he was the author. He wrote the original script, and then he teamed up with a guy named James Newman, and they turned it into like a, a novella, kind of a short book. Mm -hmm. And uh, they came to me just after I finished um, uh, Zombie Killers with Billy Zane. Mm -hmm. And uh, I read the script, and I really – I'm a monster movie nut. I love monsters. And uh, I'm, I'm not all into um, – like I, I watch them, but they're not my favorite in the way of like the Saw movies. I'm, there's right. enough cruelty to people out there that I don't need to sit and watch 90 minutes of people being killed in all kinds of you know fucked up ways. I, I right. don't need that. So um, it's fine for if people love it, that's great. But for me, I watch them. I've seen them all, but it's monster movies are it for me. So anyway, I read this script and I came back to him and I said, "Listen, I, I love this." I think it needs to be padded out a little bit more. Right. Um, and, and that's what we did. That's what they did. Uh, the, the one <laughs> for me was probably uh, when he walked in the room, when the character walked in the room and saw the box for the very first time, and I thought, okay, where does this go? <laughs> right. There's no woman in the room. There's not even a guy in the room. Um, right. I don't know what's in the room. Do you so, have that said box with you? I do. <laughs> Bruh, I told my people I will pass the fuck out. Trina, he got the box on the screen, Trina. I got the box on the screen. Oh! <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God, you just made my night, Harrison. Stick it here. Stick it here, damn it. <laughs> no, thank you. We're not making that kind of podcast. So. Right, right. No, no, no. no, no, no. This, is, this isn't an OnlyFans. I'll no, start an OnlyFans. Definitely only not. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, you might get a lot of okay. views with that one. <laughs> I say, there's a target audience for there's everybody. A target you know? audience. <laughs> target my. So, you so got, let's see. Yeah, we'll get it right. So you got the script. You 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 saw some guys. Yeah. You talked to them. You said, "Let's go back and do a full feature." <laughs> yeah, well, they had a full feature. I just thought that they should kind of, you know, expand some things. So they did. They were great. And uh, they're, they're both gifted writers. And, and most of all, they were really, really easy to work with. It was the special is the first uh, script that I shot that wasn't mine. Oh, so, really? wow. Yeah. yeah. So they they had this whole, look, they're, they're both guys uh, from the creature feature kind of background. So they, you know. It was funny when, when I went to the investors, they're like, so what's this about? And I'm like, well, it's about a guy in a box. <laughs> now, that's a, that's a selling point. That, that yeah. is how you sell something. <laughs> I mean, what do I, what do I say? You know, it's, it's a love story. I don't know. It's uh, That's what the fuck it turned into. Yeah. They <laughs> started giving it baths and... And caressing it and cutting up lights. Set candles uh, and all that shit. Yeah, you know, Bobby, the, the editor and the producer and the guy who plays Yvonne, the big Russian guy, uh -huh. he, uh, he said when he was editing it, that scene where Davy leans down and kisses it, like, you know, and when it's dying, oh, and he said, it's such, he said, I'm sitting in this studio all by myself watching this, mm. and he said, there's something just so messed up, and that's Doug. <laughs> 
we'll talk about Doug and Matt in a little bit. Okay. Because they're great. And they're my partners as well, too. And, okay. But I mean, like when I came to them, they're like, all right, what's this movie about? I said, well, it's about a guy who, you know, fucks a box. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I keep it's like the gold version of my dick in the box. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, what right. tripped me out was when he said just the tip at first. Well, oh, yeah. Like, ain't, that, ain't that the classic move that dude is saying, like, just what you put the head in? in. Okay. Can we talk now? Can we? Can we? Hear yeah. By the way, for everybody that's watching, Paul was the officer in <laughs> the movie. Yeah. And I was, I, I was wanting to ask, could there be a? Oh, we're going to get to that. Gets, I don't want to give that. it away. We're going to get to that. We are going to get to that. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I didn't like I didn't like the way you were staring in that box at the end while it was. We staring in that box oh, kind of hard. We gonna get to that. We gonna get to that. <laughs> and the first thing we said when we first started watching the movie was like, that wouldn't be us. You can't what get a brother. You can't get a brother put in there. Yeah, a brother wouldn't be on me. We nosy, but we ain't that nosy. <laughs> We yeah. so, so, so Paul, so Paul, when you received the script, how, what did you, what, what was your first thoughts? All right. Can you hear me a little bit? Now? Yes. We hear you. Yeah. 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 We're going to roll with that. But, um, I was going to say, <laughs> that's funny. You said, brother yeah, I gave him some plausible deniability. Should have put him in there. That's great now. That's great. Whatever okay, okay. you did, so I was going to say, they could have put me in like an Ed Hardy t-shirt or something would have gave me some plausible deniability. But <laughs> my first thought when I read the script was, um, I think Doug Stacks, you had mentioned, uh, Dick in the Box, that script from SNL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was my very first thought. After like page three, I, like because I already saw that I think some of the concept art, and I was already thinking about that skit. And the second thing was Tales from the Crypt. I was just thinking Tales from the Crypt, very anthology series esque, and uh, right. I think that was kind of the feel it was going for. And I think it, it did put me in yeah. mind. Of that. Yeah, and then. Uh, Maybe at the same time was that Roddy Rich song, uh, The Box. Or whatever. I'm telling you, I wanted to make that joke every day on set, but I didn't know if anybody would get it. Because, you know, and I didn't want to make no, no we jokes. We got all that one. We got so, it. We got but, yeah, it. Man, 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 for y'all uh, to uh, film this. Man, you did a great job. You yeah. did a great job with your role, Most man. I, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Most definitely. So, so how long did it take to film this movie? Uh, we shot it uh, in 18 days. 18 wow. days. 18 wow. days. Um, it wasn't easy to do the effects were a lot, especially at the end, as, as you've right. noted, you know, there, right. there are a lot of makeup effects. Uh, right. Davey, Davey was in that chair about four and a half hours each day. Damn. Oh, to get all that makeup on him and the transformation stuff. And then yeah, it gets gory. It, and that was all puppetry at the end when Yvonne is pulling the head off and everything like that. That was a puppet. Okay. And you had right. four people on the floor all oh, operating. Yeah. What so, did they use for the slime? What was that? Is that corn syrup? I always wonder. You know, I don't know. The, the special effects artist, Soda Effects, did it. Uh, Soda Kat, Effects? Uh, yeah, Kat Sowell uh, was the main effects artist. They brought it all in tubs. So I, I don't know what that stuff was. Um, I know that some of it was they called black slime. There was black slime in there, but that's what they coated it with. Okay. And it then, was legit looking. And the little sperm ball that he fell in love with. <laughs> Whoever did no. that, tell them yeah, I give was... them two thumbs up. Cause like uh, the, the monster, the, the the sperm ball was um, 
uh, Mark Kasabucky, he's known as Monster Mark online. Mm-hmm. An incredible graphic artist, but also a terrific uh, puppeteer and special effects artist that works in like creature kind of stuff. He made that believable, yo. Yes, he did. He The way it pulsed was um, Mark was blowing through a tube down below the bed. And um, it was... You know, it, it was just cool. He's just like breathing in and out. And this thing's going wobble. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. So, so there, Doug, I see Doug made a comment. He said mm-hmm. it was all fine. The same stuff they used for ectoplasm. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, I was I was gonna say the same time. I had, I wasn't on set the day that they actually uh, were shooting that. So the uh-huh. same way y'all saw it for the first time. Once the movie was done, I saw it too. The first Jaw time drop. I was the premiere, so I I was waiting to see what was gonna happen too. I had no idea. Right. So we had, we had a couple. We had a couple walk out of the premiere. Um, I was, <laughs> really? Yeah, I was standing in the back. Yeah. I was standing in the back. Lady, she let her husband out, and as she was walking by, I heard her go, "I have had enough of this." And so let's get a little background. Let's start with you, Paul. How did you get into acting? Where did this all start? Where did you get this bug for acting? Yeah, so I mean, when I was when I was younger, um, of course, it can't be when I was older. Uh, a long time ago, uh, I started doing plays. So when I was in school, you know, even in elementary school, I guess you can't really count those, I suppose. But in middle school, I started doing some plays, and it just they it just really took. I was, you know, I did I did some sports, but I don't. I wasn't like a jock or who you would characterize as a jock, mm-hmm. and. Um, right. I was very, very shy, like painfully shy, very, very introverted. I still am introverted, but um, and I guess the the plays and the musicals and things were a way for me to uh, be out and have fun and just express myself in a way that I felt safe. You know, yeah, exactly. So um, I started doing that. So then throughout high school, I continued doing that. I joined the International Thespian Society, which is mostly a high school thing Mm -hmm. um, across the country. Mm-hmm. And once I went to college, I actually decided to go to New York. Um, I had some full rides to other places. Actually, in, in lieu of those full rides, I took a lesser scholarship to go to New York because I only applied to one school in New York, which might have been foolish at the time. And I went there so that I could have the, you know, the New York acting experience. Right, because right, it was, right. You know, and this was, um, dang, it feels like back in the day. It feels like so long ago. Like back, <laughs> back then, you had, like, for auditions, it was still at the tail end of where you had to go to the Samuel French store, like the bookstore. Mm-hmm. You had to open those up and they'd have like the the uh, the cyclical like auditions that you post in the back and you'd have to read those in audition. I wanted that experience. Right, right. And once I got there, you know, I went there to, to try to get on Broadway and I did some off-Broadway shows. That was cool. But a right. friend of mine, the first film thing that I did, I remember this, a friend of mine who lived in the same building as me, um, guy named Robert, he was a film major at St. John's. Imagine that, right? Right. And we did this silent film called <laughs> The Thief, <laughs> which is a whole other thing. But uh, and then the film, I was just running around, jumping over dumpsters, pretending to rob stores, which was very, very dangerous. We didn't have a person moving. And uh, and I was in Jamaica, Queens, so they thought I was really trying to rob the stores. Next, they got a gun pulled on me. That's all. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> but, um, I did this, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is a little different." Like doing it for film is a little bit of different. Like the reverse yeah. angles and then getting this coverage and doing it multiple takes, right. is a different process. Right. After yeah, that, I, that, really, that really gave me the film bug, you know. Okay. Now, where are you originally from, Paul? Well, I, I live in Maryland right now. My family's military, uh-huh. so we're from all over the place, you know. I was right. born in Germany, oh, okay. so you know, I thought I was German for the first four years of my life. So, but yeah, we've lived all over, you know, mostly on the Eastern Seaboard, but right. uh, yeah, all over the place. 
So I just want to say shout out to your cousin, Tasha T in the comments, Natasha Terrell. Oh, yeah. She's an avid fan of our show. And then when he, I suggested this movie to go, she sent me the screenshot. Like, that's my cousin. I'm like, you lying. I'm like, yeah. can, we get, can we get contact with him? And then when you got on, you contacted us up with Harrison. So I'm just thankful. You never know who knows somebody. You understand? Right, right, Absolutely. Right, right. It's like it's like two, de- what, one, two degrees of separation. Yeah, right. shout out Tasha. Right. Jack when she, when she tagged me, when she tagged me, I was like, "How did like, was this random? Like, did she she recommended it to you, or how did that happen? Like, or you just got you just, just happened to watch the movie? Like, well, did she recommend no, so it to you? Every, go ahead, Rose. Tell your your display. So, so every so, right, so <laughs> we all have different genres that we strong with, and mine is more of the oh fuck psychological. I'm gonna just you up for a couple of days and yeah. the last couple of picks that i had it was mini series a docuseries and my boy those stacks up there was complaining about you know these seven so series you got me watching it's too much in my life da, da, da. Oh, so it's you too much movie, huh? you want a fucking movie i'm gonna give you a fucking movie fucking okay movie. so i went i went deliberately looking for something that was going to fuck their minds up and Listen. somebody suggested it in one of the netflix groups that i'm in and when right. i saw the trailer i said Bingo, bitch. Drop the mic. <laughs> we got one. So the, the, tra- the trailer did what it needed to do. I appreciate nice. y'all fellas, and I love fucking Okay. Y'all seen Border? She had the one up herself because she gave us Border last year. Wow. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it. We don't usually say the name of this movie, but for y'all, we'll say it. Bro. They don't. They don't. Wow. Border. So, Harrison. Wow. Harrison y'all, really, y'all took Border Championship. Go ahead. How did your, oh, how did your start begin? Where did you get this directing and love for films, and specifically horror films and gore films? So, how did this start for you? Well, if, if you go back uh, to my first film, The Fields, that kind of uh, tells the story. That's a true story. Um, what happened to me on my grandparents' farm in the summer of 1973, our, our farmhouse came under attack and uh, they, they killed our dogs and all this stuff. They came out of the corn after us. And my grandmother was like this foul-mouthed, smoking <laughs> she was. And Cloris Leachman, when you see her in that movie, man, that is my grandmother. Because my grandmother would tell me, you go in that corn, we'll never find you. And when we do find you, you'll be fucking dead and black. Okay. Rose will have fucking pecked your eyes out. That's what she did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, she, she, was, she was real subtle. But uh, I grew up watching horror movies with her. And I watched all the old-time horror films, Frankenstein, Dracula, The Wolfman, Creature Feature Afternoons, like, by the time I was eight years old, I knew all the horror movies. I knew Bella Lugosi, Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee. I knew them all. So then when I was eight, uh, my mother took me to see Jaws. And oh. Jaws is the movie that made me want to make movies. Um, wow. Eight years old. Jaws and I was in the theater. And at the end, I can't remember a lot of the experience of the theater. I have a book coming out, actually, that talks about going to see horror movies in a theater which I'll tell you my Philly story because it's in my book, but you're going to like this story. But um, I sat in Jaws, and it was the first movie where people stood up at the end and applauded. Right. 
And that made an impression on me. That was the first wow. time I ever saw a movie where people stood and cheered and applauded. And I thought, I want to do that. Okay. That's what I want to do. So from there, I went on. I, I wrote short stories as a kid. Um, you know, I, I had a great high school career. I had a lot of fun. I, wrote a lot. I was known as the horror kid in high school. I, I knew all the horror movies. I one time, wow. you know, skipped out of school, passed the security guard to drive all the way up to the video store to rent Creep Show to bring back to Washington Study Hall. And there's there's our teacher sitting in the back, and he's just, you know, he's just grading, and he's doing his thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's Adrian Barbeau getting her head ripped out and all this, and that, it didn't matter. Um, so I... I I got a film camera. My uncle got me a silent film camera when I was in eighth, ninth grade. I made a full-length video movie in eighth grade. This reading wow. teacher I had really wow. had a TV studio in our school in the basement. Oh, wow. uh, so I made a, a movie there. I, I made uh, these short films with my brother running around in a dress, and I'd bring them to school, and they would laugh. And, they would <laughs> and then I ended up with a cable TV show, like local cable and uh, that's where it all started. And since that time, I've been lucky to meet a lot of great people. And before you know, we turn it back over to Paul or whatever you'd like to do, I'd like to say that the special could not have been done without Doug Henderson and Matt Neese. Mm -hmm. Shout out Doug Henderson. Absolutely. Thank you. Matt Neese, yeah, absolutely. Incredible guys, incredible guys. Yeah. The yeah. two degrees of separation, someone told me, I live uh, in Pennsylvania. And someone told me, oh, you got to see these guys. Everybody comes to you when you're a filmmaker and they go, you got to know, I know someone who makes movies. You're like, all right. Because yeah. a lot of times they don't. <laughs> but you always turn this, I know I sound like a dick, but believe me, it's like, it's like somebody coming up to you going, oh, I have a podcast too, right? And you're like, oh, right. So anyway, um, I looked up their stuff and I was blown away by what I saw, what these guys are doing. They're in York, Pennsylvania. They have a company called Everything's Fire. And I, I couldn't believe the quality of work. I can't understand why York is not lighting candles and having vigils for them for what they do to bring film mm -hmm. to that area. And, and it's like they seem to be ignored all the time. And I don't know why, because they're great people. Uh, you know, Paul can tell you that. And... Are I'll they from you. York? Are they from York? They're from York. That's yep. why people people will never give you props when you when you're from there. That, you know what? I, I think they, they deserve more than props. And you got to get out of there. I said right out. I got to get these guys. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're really right. good. and they did it. With the special. This this is this is all what it's about. You know, you have a DP like Matt who's behind the camera in the very first scene. Is Davey taking his clothes off and mounting this box? And <laughs> we call Matt the Terminator because he's so like, it's just he's there to shoot. And you'll look at him and be like, what do you think? Oh, it looks good. Like, you know, like he's not like, there is a naked guy over a box. Hoping a wooden wow. box. Yeah. Falling in he's love. He's, about to work. he's working, you know what I mean? He's about to work. He's locked in. And um, look, and these were intense scenes. These were intense scenes. Yeah. These weren't like I, I died. 
died when he was hitting it from the back. You know, you know <laughs> how he Now technically it was a head ripped off, so could it be hit? You know what? Let's just continue on. That's, a, that's, a, that's an ongoing debate, I guess. <laughs> so, so, Paul, take us through the the auditioning process for you. What do you do mentally? And especially for this, when you read the script, you was like, I got to go, gotta go and audition for this movie. Because we heard you killed it. Yeah, we heard you yeah. killed it. So you walk in, and how does that go? So, uh, so for me... It was interesting because reading it, my particular character, mm. out of all the craziness going on, my character, I was trying to find a place of uh, of of realism for this character because I realized that he wasn't shooting it to be like a parody. It wasn't like a, uh, it wasn't right. trying to be super campy. Right. It wasn't trying to be funny, right. you know, outside of just what was an actual joke in the movie. But um, I was like, is it, so? How do how do how do you play this character? And it's funny because Rose, I think you had made a comment about. Um, Denzel on the last podcast, and there okay. was there wasn't there wasn't a purposeful thing specifically for Denzel, but there was a little right. bit of sort of like okay, this is a detective. I see that this there's a device going on here. Like I see that there's an impetus behind why they right. have this character in here to give some type of chase mm-hmm. to right. uh, what's what's the direction that the the main character Jerry is moving. So I'm like, just well, how can I, how can I add a little bit of something to this character without distracting? And uh, right. still, still meld into the plot, and I think that's that's what I hopefully that's what I brought to it. And then also, you I did. think I, sent the, I can't remember what happened first, whether or not it was my audition or my reel that I had sent to uh, sent to you first. Um, uh, but uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully that's what I brought to it, and hopefully that brought some type of interest to the character. I saw another review for the film that that basically said that uh, he thought that that exact thing did occur. So he said he thought that. I was ever bring some type of roundness to the character, if you will. Yeah. yeah. And, and open, hopefully, 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 what, what was that? I was going to say, hopefully, hopefully the character came across as um, having enough duality to the point where you saw that he was, you know, a professional, but at the end, there's a possibility right. that he actually might fall to that. He was human. And then exactly. he was his human. human side showed Temptation. in the end. Like he exactly. Was, it wasn't, you know, curiosity. Yeah, yeah. Like Captain America. So when Big Boy hit you with the offer, I didn't think you was gonna make it to the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once they I did. saw you in the room, I was like, oh yeah. so they, 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 wrong. They, they zoom out in his pants already. Oh, <laughs> to the role instead of just being some gumshoe detective. Right. 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 What I really like is the scene when he's standing with Yvonne, Yvonne's <laughs> in the doorway, and he says you know, he says something along the line of, well, what, what does this place smell like? Yeah. That part. Yeah. It's the way that Paul delivers it so straight Mm -hmm. that it's like, you know, you know, this guy's been around the block. He's more than right. seen this before. He he ain't been around the blocks. And And, and if you notice at the end, there's another scene where he meets up again and he does that almost that Columbo kind of thing where he's like, oh, I see books on the occult. I see all of this. But then he says, you know what? Something bothers me about this. It's like, you know, getting a piece of something stuck in your tooth. Stuck in right? your tooth. Yeah. 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 Something's missing. Right. Mm. Now, notice what he does at the very end, which I loved. And I'm standing there at the monitor. And when he did it, I'm just like, oh, it's so good. He stands there and he looks at the girls and it's when Yvonne says, let me give you something else, something better. Right. Uh, yeah. Special. 
and you can tell he's considering, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's some click in his brain. But he <laughs> and when he looks back at Yvonne, he goes to look back at the girls, and you notice what he does? He takes his finger and he goes like that. He oh, did. I didn't he see did. that. Ah. He did. Just that little touch right there. Was right? that improv? No, was that yeah? Was that in the script, or did you do that on your own, Paul? I don't think that was in. I don't think that was in a script. You know, you know one of the one of the things about one of the things about Harrison. It wasn't. No, nah, I don't think so. One of the things about Harrison is that he gives you free reign. Like he trusts the people that he hires. You know, um, in short, and he pretty much gives you a lot of free reign. <laughs> And I mean, people, directors have different ways of working. I mean, I work with a lot of directors and there's vastly different ways of working. Some will literally have a, do a line reading for every other line and have specific actions, you know, aside from blocking, like turn left here, tilt here, you know, unless right, it's a technical right. shot. It's not on the floor shot. and all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's fine. And Harrison is really on the, on the far end of the spectrum with directors yeah. that I work with, with that. It's kind of like, you know, I trust your instincts unless yeah. you're doing something that just does not meld well with what we're doing here. Then Those he, are some he of the best people to work with, man. Yeah. Those are some yeah. of the best people to work I with. Believe that, yeah, I believe that, look, you hire an actor for what they're going to bring. So right. if you're Alfred right. Hitchcock, which is fine, I'm not disparaging Alfred Hitchcock, but Hitchcock was very what Paul just said. You will turn to the left. You will turn here on this mark. You will do this. You will deliver the line this way. That's fine. As a matter of fact, Hitchcock used to describe actors as cattle. They are just oh, wow. moving shoot oh wow that's it so for me it's like i hired paul for what can he bring to it now if he starts going off the rails and like he said if he starts turning it into a satire no that's not the way we're going with this and i'll rein him back in i'll bring him back in but i never had to do that he he came in he brought this subtle kind of almost like a little bit of a menace to the role he was he was he's not just a good guy cop because he always popped up at the wrong times, like, oh, this motherfucker. Right, yeah. <laughs> he just did that. Again. He's just like, huh. Like, he's thinking, and his finger went to his tooth because something stopped. Father and him, too. But he does it. I think what it was, I think we had just got off lunch break. That's what it was, I think. Working with actors like Paul. And so many that will do that. In Death House, Courtney Palm totally went in a different direction and ended up French kissing Kane Hodder in this scene. And I'm behind the monitor and I'm just like, whoa. And when it was over, I'm applauding. She thought I was pissed. And she came to me like, I am so sorry. I'll do it the way you. I said, no, this is, keep that. That was brilliant. The name of that movie is Death House? Death House. Oh, yeah. So so give us. A quick uh, preview of some of your previous work um, that you directed before, and you have you, the previous two. Have you wrote those yourself? Well, here's here's what I did. Um, I produced and I wrote the fields with Cloris Leachman and Tara Reid, and that's on NBC Peacock. Um, it was on Netflix for almost three years. Mm-hmm. Um, it did very well, and that's a true story that happened to me. And then um, I wrote and produced Six Degrees of Hell with Corey Feldman. That Joe Rafa directed in my journey. Yeah, Corey was fun. Okay. Um, my directing debut, <laughs> Camp Dread. Did you see Rose face? What? When you mentioned can, Corey's can just, name, she was like, "No, it, it, no, no, it wasn't about Corey. It was him listing off all these horror films because you can ask Harrison. I do not do series. 
they know I don't do the scaries, which is a testament to me wanting to watch your film because it made me watch it. Though this ain't my genre. So my wife is in a, uh, the comments saying that she'll watch it for me because I guess we're about to watch a lot of your movies. Mm-hmm. I don't like scaries, but I like you. Okay. <laughs> so so, so I might work it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to work it out. But go ahead. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of my horror films are fun. I think horror should be fun. Yeah. And um, Camp, Dread, Camp Dread is a lot of fun. Camp Dread is a Friday the 13th kind of uh, slasher kind of film okay. with a lot of fun. At, that's where I met Davey, who will go on to be Jerry in the special. Okay. And, um, then in addition, I did uh, I did Zombie Killers with Billy Zane and Misha Barton and uh, Dee Wallace and Felissa Rose. You gotta love zombies. You gotta love zombies. Yeah. That was a lot of fun, too. That's but me. then I got to do Death House, which to date is the largest collection of horror names in a single movie. There's Tony Todd, there's uh, Sid Haig, Kane Hodder, Bill Mose. They're all I like, saw the trailer for it, and I'm like, oh, these are, everybody's in here, so. Okay. Yeah. Like Expendables. Like right, Expendables. right, right, right. Yeah, they call it the Expendables of horror, but that's a problem for me because it, <laughs> makes, it makes people think it's going to be like Freddy versus Jason or. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Kane Hodder is not Jason, okay? He's not. Uh, you know, so here's the other thing real quick. Tony Todd and I were at a convention for Death House and he got up and told the audience um, that he was offered a lot of money to make Candyman versus Leprechaun. I shit you not. Like they really? offered, I think they offered Tony like five million bucks paycheck to do this. And he turned it down. Wow. Tony, I'm telling you, Tony is going to win an Oscar one day. Like wow. Tony is like, I love working with Tony. I'm Todd. sorry, but that shit would be in production right now. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be halfway through that motherfucker right yeah. now. We'd be working on part two right now. We'd be hitting so, them lucky charms and shit. Raises, in the- <laughs> so a guy in the audience raises his hand and says, you turned down $5 million? Why didn't you do Candyman versus Leprechaun? And in perfect Tony Todd fashion, he goes, because it's fucking stupid. That's what he said. <laughs> but listen, we see so many stupid fucking movies get made right. in Hollywood anyway. Right. That's All true. the time. Yeah. All right. So just just grab yeah, the bag real quick and keep on going, man. Right. What we did is we I went from Death House and did a comedy, an action comedy called Garlic and Gunpowder. I had Vivica Fox. Um, I had Michael Madsen, Judy Tenuta, a bunch of people in that uh uh, Carl Rove. I, I, I had so many of them in there. And I, I'm very proud of Garlic. I thought that was funny. And then I turned around and uh, then I did the special. After the special, uh, Doug and Matt reunited with me and then we reunited with Paul because I text Paul one day and I said, I think I got this movie coming up and you're the only person I know that could play the teacher. You've got to be this guy. And he's the only it's called Where the Scary Things Are. I saw and, you post that, yeah. and it, it caught my eye when you posted. I'm like, where can I find this one? So I am extremely proud of this motion picture as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and what's Paul, the name of it again? Where the, where the Scary Things Are. Now, it's coming out this year from Lionsgate. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we're real excited about it. So yeah. and, and it already has been entered. It got accepted into Horror Hound Film Festival. The people who did the nice. special effects for the special came back to do the special effects for okay. where the scary things are. 
and I'm ready to be at that premiere. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm excited to premiere it. I really am. I'm very proud. Paul has seen it. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. definitely enjoyed it. I think Rose would definitely love it. I think all the all three of you will. Yeah, we it. might need to be at that premiere. We might need yeah. to find out when this the is happening. Here's the premise. I can tell you this. You know, in the '80s movies where all these white kids find the monster, right? Uh-huh. All these white kids from suburbia that ride skateboards and BMX bikes, and they all they all live in the beautiful suburban neighborhoods, right? Mm-hmm. And they. Alien, the monster, the creature, sloth, and the goonies, right? They all find the weird thing. And the premise for that was, what if the asshole kids found the monster? <laughs> what if oh. the kids found the That's monster? A twist. That's a good turn. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's always the nice kids that find the monster. Right. Well, like this. See, I used to teach. And I used to tell my students, you don't ever, so far... You don't ever see these kind of gun public gun shootings mm-hmm. in urban high schools. Right, they're in middle class white schools. That's where this okay. is happening. Okay, Please, brother, go ahead. Right, you you don't see that. Where why isn't it happening in the urban schools? Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, I'm not whoop our ass. Issues either. But what I'm saying is these mass shootings. There is a collective problem going on here. That's what the movie explores. Right. The movie with the, the the question at the end of the movie is who are the real monsters? That's the question. At the okay. End. Oh, look, my, my yeah. interest is peaked, and y'all ain't even seen a trailer or nothing. I saw him post a flyer or the bill or what the poster, we, and I'm like, I didn't see this when I oh, Googled, when I searched his name. Maybe I need to get to this. So, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, right. And Paul Paul plays uh, Mr. Lewis in the film. He's the only adult. In the film that we like, got you. Okay, I like there to talk about that real quick. <laughs> so I definitely will. We definitely would love to be a part of this. Anything uh, premiere yeah. in this movie because this yeah. sounds interesting. Like I said, when I saw you posted the other day, I'm right. like, I didn't see that when I looked his name up. So what is this? So. Definitely. Yeah, no, that's exciting. I, I definitely can't wait for people to see that movie. You know, I'm so, definitely proud of everyone's everyone's work. We're most it's definitely going to check that out. Yeah, and I got a list of your movies written down, and we're most mm-hmm. definitely going to yeah. do some backtracking and see mm-hmm. some of your work, man. Yeah, man, man, you got to make a day of it. Make it a blockbuster oh, yeah. night. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. Do you guys have time to stick around for our top three? Uh, sure. Yeah, sure, yeah. All right, Whatever right, you need. No. Oh, so we got a uh, top three goriest. I don't know if that's a word or not, but most gory movies that we. It's seen one now. Time. It's one now, and you know, if you guys can definitely chime in, we usually go from three to one, and that's how we pretty much do it. And it doesn't have to be a movie; it can be because I, I think I threw a little series in here, just for you know the sake of things, but. Um, he likes to be complicated, you know, just and, a little bit. And he's trying to beat me mm. at listening because you know, like I'm the list guy. Just a little bit. You're a list, you're a list guy. Oh man. Yeah, well, let me, let me get my box, and then we'll be all oh, set. Oh God, the box. <laughs> <laughs> the box. Put the box up again. Put the box up again. <laughs> he's he's on, on the box. <laughs> Where the flashlight? <laughs> I'm be listening to Roddy Rich all week. That box has got more action than some people that are watching. Hey, man, you got <laughs> point, man. That's true. 
Hey, yeah. Valentine's Day coming up, man. <laughs> yeah. You oh. rent that thing out. <laughs> hey, man. Listen. Just, just, don't, just don't rent it on February 15th. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But, you, you don't get it. But, but you know what? Before we start, I do want to say that I think there is a is oh, some God. something in the movie that you can take from it. And what I got from it is too much of a good thing exactly. can be bad for you. Yeah, even water. I mean, damn. Yeah, because you, you know what I'm saying? You so, end up with a supernatural STD. <laughs> because uh, STD. Because his friend, <laughs> because Mike tried to really save him. Like, yo, I'm not going to show you where this place is. I'm going to yeah. let you get it one time. He, yeah, he didn't know. He, he I know, mean, he should have known how good the box you was. Know, you know, he, <laughs> and he, he told know, I mean, it sounds like this movie low key could have been about crack. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this movie Loki. Uh, hey, okay, I know you don't get high. I, I know this, but I'm gonna right. take you somewhere tonight. One time, hey, we, high, talked about it la- we talked about it exactly. last week. Who who would you say is at fault? I think his friend ain't shit. No, okay? no. That's I mean, like me taking somebody no, no. that I know can't handle crack, and I'm gonna deliberately take you to get one hit of crack, but I'm gonna blindfold you. I know you're well, that's, so that's you can't like, find a crack this. again. That's like euphoria. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right, right. euphoria. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, they're really well too they're quite funny <laughs> oh yeah i know reading it. hey look at hey look at ashley hayes comment okay i mean you know yeah, that, it, that's the box. obvious point ashley but <laughs> keep your dick out of the box I love the previous one too somebody i love is sitting there right now in their underwear watching this i, I think that's <laughs> put the box up for them <laughs> there it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, his friend, his friend definitely got him addicted. You know what I'm saying? He has yeah. a fiduciary responsibility. There's right, some culpability right. there for sure. Now, right. I must say, the murders, the the kills in movie, y'all did that. Yeah, and, the and whole just, emotion behind it, and the wife waking up, and, and him having no, no, the, and the decision to what? make: Do I love this box or do I love my wife? No, it's he love didn't take no time. This box, right? No. His wife ain't been shit to him. That box had his, what we call it, wob? That wet ass <laughs> box? The box had his fucked up. He ain't Cardi think box. twice. <laughs> okay? It's he didn't think twice to kill her. Twice. He Just before we shot that scene when he gets her in the bathroom, um, and Sarah was wonderful to work with. She really was. Mm-hmm. And this, this shows you what Paul was talking about with actors, because I had a meeting with Matt and Doug downstairs before we uh, shot the scene. And I said to him, do you think we've gone far enough? And I'm coming off the death house and death house is really ultra bloody and violent. And um, like there's a scene in death house where an inmate is getting a blowjob from a severed head and the spine is like flapping in the breeze kind of thing. Yeah. You got me so, sold. Uh, you sold me. Yeah. So I'm wondering, <laughs> did we go far enough? In this? Because here was my plan. My plan was uh, he chokes her out, as you saw in the film. And I don't want to give it away for people who maybe haven't seen it. But mm-hmm. when she's lying there on the floor, I was going to, because now she's inanimate, right? He wasn't interested in her when she could move. Right. Now she's inanimate, right? Like the box. Yeah, I was going to have him completely undress her and do necrophilia. And I remember it was going. 
That's where I thought. That, yeah, that's where it was going. It was going there. You notice we kept some of that. He's touching, he's touching her. her. He's rubbing yeah. her. Now God. he's interested in her. Right? He told the line. Wow. <laughs> yeah. well, because Matt Neese put the leash around me and said, No, no, no. Walk. Right? He yes. said, I think yes. we struck just the right balance between weird and fucked up. And he said, you might just tilt it and go over a little too far. Right. And remember, Matt's the guy that's behind the camera. He's seeing far more than even right. I'm seeing. Right. 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 The guy that's right there at ground zero on all of this. So um, that's why you always are very lucky to have a great director of photography that, that will share his right. He was like, look, if you want to shoot it. So I sat down with Davey and I sat down with Sarah. And I said, listen, I think I might want to do this. And they were like, okay, then we'll do it. And that's what Paul was saying about allowing actors, you know, because I told him, here's what I want. But then we decided not to do it. We didn't shoot it. Right. Nothing happened because I listened to my producer and I listened to my director of photography because right. it's a team effort. It's not just mm -hmm. one person doing it. And, mm -hmm. uh, and in the end, they were correct because you also have to think, if you push this so far over the line, you're not going to sell it. Right. You're not going to sell it. And then your investor is like, what are you doing with this? You know, yeah. like, are you going to get the money back on this? You, you never want to be the guy that's known for doing too much. Right. Right. And, and it was pushing it over the edge. So we, we pulled back. And because I was worried that we didn't have enough kills or enough enough gore, you know, kind of thing or, or weirdness. Mm -hmm. And although that's why... Um, and that happens in the book and in the original script that Matt, uh, Mark and um, James wrote, he took the, the bolt cutters and he bludgeoned her on the head. What we had done in this one, he just brings them down and brain her, right? He just, right. yeah, he went in. Yeah. He made sure she was going the second time. Or should I? Okay. My bad. Sorry, y'all. So, so before I'm we not get sure, to I'm not sure if y'all, hold on, Midge. I'm not sure if y'all seen the comment. But a lot of people said their minds are blown since you <laughs> dropped that nugget because mine was blown because I did not put that together that once he thought she was dead, he starts fondling her. And I'm like, why the fuck is yeah, he wanting to touch on her fondling. now? Yep. Wow. And if you so, notice the way I positioned her and this was working with mm -hmm. Matt, she's half in and half she's out of the light. Half out, mm -hmm. Right? So there's this Amazing. whole... Right, there's this whole good, bad, do I do it, don't I do it kind of thing, right? right. He's on the edge. So, yeah. So, I think... So, he's about to have a threesome with the box. I'm sorry. I'm no, I think... I, I think <laughs> before, before we continue to our top three, I think Doe had a question at the beginning. I think we all have this question. Um, will there... Doe don't, don't remember. Will there okay. be a, top, uh, a part two? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, if there's oh. demand for it, if there is a demand for it, I can say the film is done critically well, and I and it's done commercially well. We also won best special effects at Grimfest. Mick Garris himself, the horror uh, director, presented the award. Like Grimfest loved it. Um, is there a demand for a sequel? The only way I would do a sequel, I would have to talk to the original writers. But the only way I would do a sequel is fuse this story mm -hmm. with Breaking Bad. Oh. Really? Oh. Yeah. And how would you... No, I can't. I'm not even going to ask that question. <laughs> you need a kind of character to push this particular kind of meth. Right. You're right. 
Oh, right. right. I got you. I got you. I got you. Because listen, so make some money off the box. Because when you can win yeah. up from pussy like <laughs> that, <laughs> you can sell that shit. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's how and, got started, you know. See, no. <laughs> we deleted a scene. We shot it, but we deleted it because we felt it was going off in a different direction. But you remember when Davey, you mentioned it in your review. Bottling and shit. And he puts it in the bottle. Oh, yeah. Well, he put it on his dick. And, and yeah. then his wife, remember, he right. rocked her yeah, he, yeah, she lost. Did a little okay. too much. So at the end of the special, he says to Doug, Yvonne. Yeah. Is, yep. It works. It works for the guy, but it also works for the girl. He Maybe did. we could go into business. So yeah. we shot where Mike went to the window of Madame Zora's and he looked through and Yvonne has the girls lined up like a gynecological exam and he's inserting it into them. So everybody's Little special. Everybody, everybody's Every, special. Everybody's special. Feel good movies, motivational. Honestly. Wow. <laughs> special. Yeah. Feel good, my ass. Yeah. You better take that. You better take that shark tank. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, he'll be and a billionaire. He'll be a billionaire hey. by next week. Yeah, send it to Kevin Hart. He'll buy it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. All, market this thing, right? It's wow. a drug. It is. That's what it is. It's a drug. And wow. Paul yeah. is about to become the next drug. Yeah. Sex maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe maybe I have the resolve to resist it. We stay tuned that for part true. two. That's what that's hey, what I want to see. I just want to see if you can resist, Paul. That's you all know, I'm looking hey, for. You're you're gonna gonna be a whole in that box, <laughs> maybe Paul becomes Walter White. Maybe. Oh yeah. Walter Black. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Yeah, no, I love that idea too. Yeah, okay. But we're yeah, gonna start the list. Yeah, man, our top three was hey, top. I, I would like I our guests to start the list. Thank you. I'm about to say our guests are here, y'all horror buff. So off the dome. If top you, three, oh. what would be your number three horror movie? Uh, for for we're we talking like about gory, gory. most gory, gory, gory. Oh man, I could tell you. Okay, let me. Uh, Harrison probably got some better answers. Let me see. Um, I'll go Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, uh, that's uh, my that honorable one. mention. Saw that that's my honorable mention. Uh, Green Inferno, I think, if I remember. You know, honestly, with Green Inferno, I can't remember whether or not there was a lot of gore, or if it was just like the the guts and stuff. I don't remember if there was actually a lot of gore in that movie. I can't remember. I'm having like the Mandela effect going on. And also, I think <laughs> it might have just been like a bunch of sausage links coming out and no blood. I can't remember. Okay. But, um, and then also, I think maybe okay. Either Evil Dead. These are probably both wrong. Evil Dead or The Descent. I remember there being a ton of blood once you get in past the like the yeah, I've seen The Descent. The Descent. There's just blood on everybody. I mean, yeah. pools of blood. They're yeah. coming out of blood. Yeah. She's covered. Juno's covered. Up. And Evil Dead. There's there's a couple scenes in there where towards the end where it's like raining blood. It's literally raining blood. The, and the they, 2013 they, or the 1985? I, I think the 2013 when okay. it's bloodier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. So. I think that was bloodier. So those would be my picks, I think, just okay. off the top of the head. Okay. Harrison, how about you? Definitely what Paul said. Cannibal Holocaust. That's a movie I never wish to watch again. Um, yeah. And I watched it because that was one of those you got to see this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely High Tension. I don't know if you've seen High Tension. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot all about it. I highly recommend it. It's uh, really, really good. Very bloody. Very gory. Uh, it would be a toss-up again. Uh, 
I would say martyrs. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I might go with martyrs on that one, or or definitely Green Inferno was was pretty. Like those cannibal movies, like you really kind of got to deliver on those. Yeah, you know, like you, you can't make a movie called Cannibal Holocaust and make it happen. I saw it on a lot of lists that I looked up, and it was like I've never seen this movie, but everybody's. I watched it. it. I watched it, Mitch. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The problem, hey, Mitch. Mitch, Holocaust, it like borderlines really, you know if it's real or not. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's kind of yeah. Okay. Well, they, the director got in legal trouble. You do know that with Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. The director got in trouble um, because he did, well, the Blair Witch copied off of Cannibal Holocaust. They tried to pass off Cannibal Holocaust as a real movie. And the director made wow. the movie go away from the media for like wow. six months. Well, the authorities thought they went out and made a snuff movie and killed these people. They actually had to bring the actors into court to prove <laughs> yeah. they were dead. Wow. Wow. So yeah, I, I think my list might be a little um, commercial or cupcake, <laughs> cupcake for y'all. That just, just hit me with, with a whole bunch of that. Yeah, so um, What's I think, your three minutes? I think Rose, it might be Rose time. Yeah. I, I, I'll go ahead and list off my three because y'all know I don't watch scary. So I, I took Trina's three. She said number three, Final Destination. Number two, Demons, something from the 80s. And number one, Carrie. Oh. Carrie. Yeah, 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 Carrie was definitely very bloody. The Final Destination right. movies, I will say, I don't know how much blood is actually in the Final Destination. Yeah. But first of all, it's like eight of those movies. So maybe if you add up all the blood right. and all the movies. Yeah. But the Final <laughs> Destination movies... Have had an effect. It was I don't know about the <laughs> they, they, They've had an effect on people to where if you're driving behind like a truck with logs on it, that's the first thing I think about. Has, that's the has, anybody, has anybody seen From Behind, the 80s horror movie From Behind? From Beyond, yes. From Beyond? Yeah. From Behind. I'm thinking about that box. I'm thinking about that box. I'm thinking about that box. Not only did I see From Beyond in theaters, Barbara Crampton, who started that, is in Death House. She stars in Death House. Oh, wow. Okay. Definitely, definitely, definitely going to check some of those out. Definitely seen from behind, but I never see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what's your three, Midge? Um, my three, my little cupcake list. I got human centipede. I got. Uh, I listen, got, that was my number two, Midge. So we can go on that. I got the Saw series because that's one of the first movies I seen where there was actual cutting all body parts. You know, that was my three. Or whatever, and then Hostel was my number one because I was gonna say. it scared me from going cross country for a little while, and it's like I'm never staying in a hostel. <laughs> I don't care how cheap they are. Because it was just, it was just, it was just. You get what you pay for. Yeah, you're right, right. You get what you pay for. <laughs> so. Right. I did, uh, I did enjoy. I definitely did enjoy Hostel. Yeah. I like. I like. Yeah. Especially the first one. Right. Right. First especially one. The, the first one. So those were my three. Know what you got? Well, you got my three and two, and I was gonna say Nightmare on Elm Street because it was one of the more commercial mm -hmm. gore movies, but I got to give it to the special. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it to the special. Oh man, hey, you guys got my number one because y'all did it. Because it's like, listen, uh, in the grand scheme, y'all made us watch an hour and 20 some odd minutes of a dude a fucking man, a sperm ball in a box. box. 
A sperm dog. You gotta mouth. be great at what you do to do that. This is <laughs> to make us do that. Yeah. Y'all great at what y'all do. Yeah. Hey, I think you might be on to something. It'd be hard to get three viewers on Instagram Live. So you right. might be right. You gotta have having sex with a box and you stay captivated the whole time. Listen, that is something. Right. We're gonna make y'all our first official two and a half guys podcast classic. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, Hey, <laughs> yes, most definitely. But we want to thank you guys for coming on, taking the time out to tell us about the special and all the ins and outs right. and behind the scenes things that happens with that. Um, being our first guest, first and foremost, we appreciate you guys. Right. We're a small podcast just starting out, trying to grow, and you guys have helped tremendously in us growing. So we want to thank you guys right. for that. Well, that's, that's dope. I, I thank you for having, for having me on Her I'll let Harrison speak for himself, but I really appreciate you guys. And, you know, we, you know, Harrison and I were talking briefly about, uh, about you guys actually earlier today and just saying like how much potential you guys have and how great we think the podcast is. I mean, Harrison was, nice. was raving about it after I had, um, I think I, I don't know if I had posted, I think I shared a clip on yeah. uh, Facebook stories and Harrison was like, Oh man, can I, how do I get in contact with them? Like, he, right. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all sincerely, yeah. man. Definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. Go back and watch our, uh, go back and watch our other episodes. But before y'all go, can y'all give uh, the people y'all social media handles mm -hmm. so that we right. can follow you? And Definitely want to support yeah. you guys future, and everything y'all do. Any future work y'all got coming up? Uh, looking forward to Please. it. I'm definitely looking forward to where the scary things are. So, Definitely looking for. Yeah. Oh, we gonna we listen, listen. We gonna stay out of content. all your movies. Which would be the number one? Would you like for us to review? And we'll go out of our way and make sure we get it done. I like Harrison wow. that one. He said all of them. All, right. <laughs> all of them. I'll, I'll I'll reach out to you privately. How's okay. that? Got you. Got, okay. you. got you. Got you. So any future things coming up for you, Paul? That you want to uh, um, plug in, promote. Yeah, I mean, so for me, uh, there are there's a lot of things potentially on the uh, on the horizon. Um, I have a, a friend of mine, Jordan Miller. He actually just sent me a script not too long ago. Um, he's working on a feature. Um, I have another buddy who is working on uh, just there's always so many circulating. And the thing is, within this industry, it's never for sure going to happen, you know, until you're on set that day shooting. And then even then, sometimes things can happen. But right. so I like to I have this thing where I like to, you know, I have the balance between trying to promote things that are coming up, but stuff once it becomes. I'll just right. at Paul Cotman for the most part, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is, just at Paul Cotman. So I like to post updates there. Also, I have a especially on the eastern seaboard, which is the reason that I've even been able to stay over on this side and get a whole bunch of work on the eastern seaboard. I work in L.A. sometimes, but it's so such a blessing to be able to work over here. I mean, you got. Derek Lewis Gray, who's put me in a ton of his productions. Jordan Miller, who I did a, a something that's on Crypt TV now. Mm -hmm. um, it's got, I think, so far a quarter million views on YouTube. It's called Three. He's a great creator. Shout out Harold Jackson, who is a you know a, a, he he makes so he works he makes something. I feel I feel like he makes a new movie every three months, and they're all <laughs> you know he's he's out of DC. So many great creators. So I'll be posting about those. You know I don't want to spam them too much. Um, but I'll be posting about those on all my social media. So if you follow me on any one of them, I post about it on all of them. And I'll let you guys know if I have something that hopefully you guys can have me on for. Thank yeah, you, man. We appreciate you. We definitely Absolutely. will, man. We definitely will. Harrison, what you got coming up? Uh, well, <clears throat> I have, uh, first, my handle. I'm, I'm on Twitter. Anybody can find me there, at Harrison's, uh, Harrison Smith 85. So that's, I always forget my Twitter handle. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> 
my, my website for my company is uh, www.class85.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big thing is, is to also, you know, on, on Facebook, look up Everything's Fire. Uh, like Paul said, <laughs> working with them. And, and most of all, they're my partners and most of all my friends. Gotcha. Um, I've got coming up right now. I'm in development on actually several pictures. Uh, Paul is already in mind. I keep calling him that. And it's just what Paul said. <laughs> it seems me. to be a great working relationship. Right. Yeah. Well, and most of all, Paul just said something really important about that. And that is like, I won't drop what I've got coming up right now because until it's 100% right. real, it's bullshit. Right. Right. So I don't, I don't like to drop, well, I'm going to do this. And then three months from now, Oh, I thought you were doing this mm-hmm. because right. it's happened. You can get right on set. Like Paul said, man, and the money can fall out the first day you're on set and the whole wow. movie Ah. So, uh, I, I do have several projects in development. Very excited about them, uh, with some good names attached. That will be including Paul as well, because I keep telling Paul he's going to blow up, and I want him to come to me one I day. Love right. I love it. I love it. And we had him early in the game, y'all. Right, right, I right. Early. And um, I have a book coming out this fall called uh, "This Time It's Personal," okay. and uh, it's it's all about the personal experience of going. To movie theaters are watching horror with groups of people because seeing a horror movie in the theater is very, very different than watching it on this. It is. Right. This right. is not how movies should be watched. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a round sound. Giving a, a speech. I know you got to go, but I was giving a speech real quick in a school, and this one kid pulled out his iPad and he goes, I'm going to watch your movie in study hall. We're going to watch the fields. And I said, Don't do that. And he's like, oh, no, I won't get in trouble. I said, I don't care about that. I'm asking you, go home. Do you have a beanbag? Sit in the beanbag. Turn down the lights. Pop a snack. Mm -hmm. Do whatever you want to do. And put it on a big screen and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. That's what we should do. Not watch a tablet or some phone. You're not going to get the same thing. It's not the same effect. So the last thing is I'm working on a... Two other books, uh, one will be out, another one will be out this fall uh, called Halloween 3. Michael Myers isn't in this one. And the reason why I'm working actually with the original director of Halloween 3, Tommy Lee Wallace, Stephen King's It, and uh, Fright Night 2. But he was the director of that movie. And it's it's one of horror's most misunderstood horror films because, you know, Michael Myers is not right. in it. He's not in it, right. That's right. And it's the entire definitive history of how this movie came about with a lot of great uh, behind the scenes photos that have never been seen, storyboards, and the original script written by the British author, Nigel Neal, that never got published. It never got made because Tommy had to rewrite it. So it's going to be a really cool book. And then I'm also working on uh, Felissa Rose's uh, autobiography. She was Angela Baker in Sleepaway Camp. So I'm working uh, with her on that right now. So I'm busy. Well, we will we will definitely check out everything you have going on. Keep us in yes, mind sir. for this premiere. Let us know when Please. it's happening. When uh, I got a surprise for you coming up, but I'll I'll do that privately. I'll contact you privately. No problem, man. Know, Thank you. We'll definitely try to make that happen to come out. And as always, guys, check us out on uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google, wherever. Check you them out. Watch podcasts sure. at. Look at all forty-five previous 
podcast streams <laughs> while you're driving, right. while you're in your office, hide it from your it's boss. It's worth listening, y'all. Whatever. And once again, want to thank you guys for coming on. We appreciate you guys. And y'all have Pardon, appreciate y'all, man. Thank you guys. Wish you much, much success. One last thing. Keep doing what you're doing because you have the potential to really blow up into a big podcast because it, the thing is you talk real mm-hmm. and the interaction between the three of you, that right. fantastic. Cause this whole industry is fake and it's nice to just see real people talk without being offended by everything, right. without right. That, just to talk real about something. Absolutely. You have tremendous chemistry together. Just keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate, you. We appreciate that. that. Humbly. Humbly. As always, share with your friend. Tell somebody about um, it. Go ahead. I just want to say before we go out, um, Paul, on I went, I went on his page, and he does impersonations. So can oh. you give us an impersonation and take us out, sir, tonight? <laughs> Whichever impersonation voice you want to do. Uh, no, I'll tell, tell, tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's do this. So let's, let's leave him on the hook. The next time you have me on, I'll do three impersonations. Gotcha. Okay. Next time you have me, I'll do three impersonations. I like that. We're going to hold you to that. I like it. I, I might even do more. I might even just run a gamut. I'll let you. I'll let you pick, and then I'll just. I'll give you a list, and I'll let you okay. pick. Okay. Loved it. Okay. We're Even on the show, you guys. You know I mean? Thank you for tuning Thank in, you. everyone. We appreciate y'all. Everybody, I have a good night. God bless, and see you guys next Sunday. Peace. I'll see y'all. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Wow, y'all. Where that's